Murder on the Music Scene has rebranded. We are now going by the name Mysterious-ish. Join us for Season 2 of Mysterious-ish, where we will be discussing conspiracy theories such as time travel and aliens. Season 2 premieres March 22nd with two new episodes. Murder on the Music Scene contains graphic and explicit content. Listener discretion is advised. Murder on the Music Scene, the podcast where a music educator and a music enthusiast discuss the deaths of musicians and mysteries surrounding them. I'm Erica. And I'm Caitlin. Today we are going to be discussing the death of Jim Morrison. Jimmy Boy. Jimmy Boy. <laughs> yeah. Jimmy Boy. Jimmy Boy. Uh, what do we have to say about Jim Morrison? You know, I didn't know who he was, and my husband yelled at me for it. So. I didn't know who he was, but I mean, if it helps, I know I know the Doors. Yeah, like, I know the Doors. But I didn't, I didn't, wasn't a big fan. You know, like I didn't listen to him, and I didn't know anybody. But Mm-mm. at least I know who they were. Yeah, exactly. Don't hate us because we don't know every band that's ever existed, <laughs> or every human being that's ever existed. Sure, yeah, that one, that one. Anyway, so the Doors. The All right, boy. get us into Jimmy Boy here. Right. <laughs> well, Jimmy Boy. <laughs> Jim Douglas Morrison was born December 8th, 1943 in Melbourne, Florida. Not gonna lie, when I saw Melbourne, I was super excited, thinking that, like, Australia. Oh! Jokes on me was not Australia. No, Jim Morrison is a super American name. Yeah. He was an American singer, songwriter, and poet. And he was also the lead vocalist of the rock band The Doors, as we discovered. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Due to his wild personality poet lyrics and distinctive voice Morrison is regarded by music critics and fans as one of the most iconic and influential frontmen in rock history. It's kind of funny considering I've never like heard any of the things that he's done. Like Right. I don't know. I guess when I was looking at pictures, I do like I do recognize him. Maybe it's because I've seen like album covers, like the Doors oh, album covers, right. but I don't know. Okay. Sorry, I'll stop interrupting. It's all good. In 1947, when Jim was roughly four years old, he witnessed a car accident. In the accident, there was a truck turned over and some Native Americans were laying injured on the side of the road. He actually referred to the accident in the Doors song, Peace Frog, on their 1970s album. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Peace Frog? It was supposed to be frog, not grog. (laughs) Peace Frog? Peace Frog. That's awful. Why would, I I don't like that name. But okay. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's a reference to something. Maybe. Yeah, this, this accident was a reference to the accident. Yeah, so maybe like something had to do with like maybe he saw a frog that day and there was just peace among the frog. I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, there Where do have... people come up with titles? Exactly. <laughs> that, is, that is very true, honestly. <laughs> but Peace Frog was on their 1970s album Morrison Hotel. It is said he also wrote Dawn's Highway and Ghost Song 
which was on the 1978 album An American Prayer. It is believed that this incident is to be the most drastic event in his life and made repeated references to it in the imagery in his songs, poems, and interviews. His family actually doesn't recall this accident happening in the way that he told it. According to the Morrison biography, no one here gets out alive. According to the family, they did drive past a car accident on an Indian reservation when he was a child and he was very upset by it. The surviving members of The Doors actually wrote a book explaining how different Jim's memories of the accident was different from his father's. The book quotes his father said, We went by several Native Americans. It did make an impression on him. He was always sad about the crying Indian. This is contrasted sharply with Morrison's tale of Indians scattered all over the highway bleeding to death. In the same cool. book, his sister said he enjoyed telling that story and exaggerating it. Yeah, who doesn't like telling a story and exaggerating it? I mean, I feel like I'm, I'm pretty guilty of that. Ooh, <laughs> way to call yourself out. Meh, everybody who knows me knows it's true, so. I mean, shall we rewind to said police chase that I witnessed Whoa, today? Yeah, you're right, you're right. <laughs> I literally called you and I'm yeah, like, Yeah, you did. Bitch, guess what I just witnessed? <laughs> kidding me of course i exaggerate i should turn around i want to turn around i should have turned around you should have i should have it would have been so cool also what are they gonna do pull me over for chasing them chasing someone else <laughs> be like i'm just helping you let's go put up a barricade let's go <laughs> what are the what are those the set out the spikes is that what they're called the spikes you, you remember sure? the tire yeah. poppers the tire poppers yeah <laughs> We'll just call them that tire poppers. Mm, that's fine. <laughs> okay, anyways, back to Jim Morrison. In the middle of 1965, after graduating with a bachelor's degree from UCLA Film School, Morrison led a bohemian lifestyle in Venice Beach. Let me tell you. Led a bohemian lifestyle. That sounds luxurious. Yeah. Let's let's all live a bohemian lifestyle. But especially in Venice Beach. Oh yeah. Just be like naked all the time. Isn't Venice Beach the naked beach? No. Are you sure? I, <laughs> I feel like I listen. <laughs> okay, so maybe Venice Beach isn't yeah, a nude beach I'm and pretty maybe sure, I'm crazy. I'm pretty sure Venice Beach is like very public. Like I'm pretty sure it's like, there's like boardwalks with it and everything. Well, might get arrested for public indecency. Yeah, probably, but I'm sure <laughs> that's nothing new for them over there. You're right, you're right, you're right. Okay, anyways, back to Jim Morrison. <laughs> Living a bohemian lifestyle. Yep, and he was living on top of a rooftop mm. in a building with his old friend from UCLA, Dennis Jacobs. Wow. And in that place is where he wrote the lyrics of many of the early songs of The Doors for albums such as Moonlight Drive and Hello, I Love You. Hello, I Love You. <laughs> According to Ray Manzurk. I'm sorry? What? <laughs> what? Man Manzeric? Manzeric? Manzeric, probably. My man Ray, basically. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. According to Ray, Jim lived off of canned beans and LSD for several months. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. What? What? <laughs> canned beans and LSD. That is the most, like, 60s thing I've ever heard in my life. I know. Oh my god. I love that, though. Morrison and Ray were the first two members of The Doors and they had met months earlier as film students. The story goes that Ray was laying on the beach one day where he accidentally met Morrison. He was impressed by his poetic lyrics and 
claiming they were rock group material. Wow. And then later on, Robbie and the drummer John joined. Sweet. So now we have a whole band. Yep. Whole ass band. By the release of their second album, Strange Days, the Doors had become one of the most popular rock bands in the United States. Their blend of blues and dark rock included a number of original songs and covers. But in all the fame, Jim was a pretty troublesome guy. He had been arrested a few times in his life. Mm. Who hasn't? <laughs> Me. Me. <laughs> what? <laughs> I also haven't been arrested, in case anyone was wondering. It was a joke. <laughs> Example, in 1969, on March 1st, at the Dinner Key Auditorium in Miami, Jim tried to start a riot and Oof. started screaming, You want to see my kick? You want to oh. see my kick? <laughs> no, hard no. Nobody wants no. to see your cock, bud. Keep it in the pants, Jim. And he also said a lot of other crude things. There were six warrants out for his arrest and were issued by the Dade County Police Department. Oh, wait, Dade County. Isn't that the one in Dexter? Like the show Dexter? Dade County? Mm-hmm. Police Department? In Dexter. Well, you should watch Dexter because yeah, it's, that's what it's Luke so said. good. That's what Luke said. And then like I got like one episode deep and I'm like... Oh, you just got to get past it because it's so good. It's so good. I don't know, man. It's like literally following the life of a serial killer, which is just everything that I want. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm scared. Yeah, I'm going to just... Stop teaching and become a serial killer. Just kidding. I said it on air now, so everybody knows. Anyways. Three days later, he was arrested for indecent exposure, among other accusers. Consequently, many of the Doors concerts were canceled. Well, that sucks. Yeah. We can't perform because our singer got arrested for... (laughs) Thanks, Jimmy. Showing his... his, um... (laughs) Wee-wee. Showing his (laughs) wee-wee. Public. Boy got arrested. <laughs> On September 20th of 1970, Jim was convicted of indecent exposure and profanity by a six-person jury in Miami. October 30th came around for sen- sentencing, and he was sentenced to six months in prison and had to pay a $500 fine. Oh my god. But Morrison remained free on a $50,000 bond. What? Wait, say that again. So he got arrested and he was charged. Yeah, so like he was arrested on, no, he was sentenced on September 20th, but he was already in there. Yeah, three days later he was arrested. Okay, okay. From March 1st. Okay. And so I'm guessing he was, you know, like March, what, March 4th? So our audio just cut out. So, um, new conspiracy Erica's apartment is haunted. Lol. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, okay, so he got arrested and he got out on the $50,000 bail. Yeah, for one. Wow. Fucking $50,000 bond. Yeah, no kidding. Just for something, I don't know. I feel like... Like, it wasn't innocent what he did because, you know, I don't know, like, there could have been, like, children around and, like, and... I don't know, like, just sexual assault victims that are triggered by things like that. Yeah. But, like, I don't, that's a lot for, like... I don't know, is that... Do you think that's a lot? I, don't, I think that's a lot of money, especially in the 60s. Yeah. Like inflation and shit. That's a lot of money. Hmm. Anyway. But sadly, on July 3rd, 1971, Morrison was found dead in a bathtub of their apartment at 6 a.m. by his girlfriend, Pam Corson. Poor Pammy found him dead. He was 27. Oof. Mm-hmm. 
The official cause of the death was listed as a heart failure, even though no autopsy was performed as it was not required by French law. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We'll get to that. It's as also reported by several people that his death was due to an accidental heroin overdose. Yep, we'll get to that too. (laughs) (laughs) Also, his death came two years after the death of um, Brian Jones. Oh, our boy Brian. Brian. Mm Mm-hmm. And nine months after Jimi Hendrix and Janis Joplin, who were also part of the 27 Club. Damn. I found that very interesting. Man, that was a really rough, like, four years for the music industry. Mm -hmm. Okay, I I feel like I need to keep an eye on the audio because it's being really dumb right now. But I also need to get to my notes, so... Mm, Some bitch. All right. You ready for some conspiracy theories? I'm ready for these conspiracy theories. Okay, so... This dude has some like seriously wild conspiracy theories. Like literally everything from he was wiped out by the government to an ex-girlfriend put a hex on him. Bro, what? <laughs> I love so, this. I love this already. Let's just I told you they were wild. So let's just get right into it. Okay, so lots of sketchy shit happened surrounding Jim Morrison's death. First and foremost, there was no autopsy performed on Jim's body. Why? Nobody knows, except that um, it wasn't required by law in France at that moment in time, which is stupid. They should always have to perform autopsies, in my opinion. Um, His death was labeled as heart failure, which is extremely vague. Um, And secondly, his death wasn't announced for six days. Six days? Six days! His body was, like, literally already in the ground before anybody freaking said anything. That's a little sketch. Yeah. So they buried him literally so quick and bought him the cheapest possible coffin they could get. Like, he was literally basically buried in a cardboard box. What? Yeah. It's not like... What? Literally, like, a $70 coffin they bought. It was ridiculous. So cheap. Why? I don't. I literally don't know. It makes no sense. Yeah, it's not like he didn't have money, (laughs) right? I mean, so famous. Tell me that boy couldn't afford the fancy ass coffin. Anyways, (laughs) okay. All right. All right. I'm sorry. I just think my man Jim deserves more than a cardboard. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) All right. Okay. So theory number one: Jim was murdered. He was murdered. Anyways. So, Mirror! So, <laughs> uh, what just happened? <laughs> you scared the shit out of me. Murder. Oh my god, Vine. Bring it back. Bring it back. Yeah, Vine. in the Vine, he's like, Mirror. Or so, something. Murder. <gasps> Judas. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Why have I never seen that Vine? Okay, I'm going to look it up after this. Okay. Let's let's wrap this up so I can watch that vine. Okay, so some lady named Marianne Faithful, Faithful spelled with two L's for mm-hmm. some reason, mm-hmm. anyways, says that her drug dealer boyfriend, are you ready for this? Because I cannot pronounce this name. Yeah. Hi, I took um, a whole semester of diction class, which taught me how to speak all languages, and yet here I am not able to speak French. Anyways, so this boy's name was... Jean de Brideul. I literally can't. It's there are so many freaking vowels right next to each other. I literally can't pronounce this. Britoy. Brit. Anyways, uh, we're gonna call him Jean. Okay. 
All right, so Jean is faithful. Miss Marianne Faithful, holy mm. shit. <laughs> so Marianne Faithful says that her drug dealer boyfriend, Jean, Jean. Uh, is responsible for Jen's death. She completely insists that he was that she was not with him with Jean the night that he sold um that he went to Morrison's apartment because she could quote unquote intuitively feel trouble <laughs> so Jean sold Morrison some heroin and faithful says that quote the smack was too strong and he died he being Morrison not Jean obviously so she thinks it was an accident but was it was it really? <laughs> I'm going to get a keyboard for us so I can... <laughs> we need a soundboard. Oh my um, so maybe Jean intentionally gave him some really strong smack. Smack. <laughs> uh, no clue what this dude's motivation would be, but like anything is possible. I don't know. Maybe he just like pissed him off. Or maybe, maybe, maybe Jim Morrison screwed Jean's girlfriend. Marianne Faithful. She was secretly in she love was, with him. <laughs> Marianne Faithful wasn't so faithful. Nah, <laughs> Sorry, I'm done with my stupid puns. I'm done. Okay. So, um, that one is a thing. I don't really know how much water that one holds because there was no autopsy and therefore no toxicology report performed. So, who knows what was in old boy's system when he mm-hmm. freaking died. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay. So, moving on to theory number two, Jim's body was moved. So, um, Jim's friend, Sam Burnett, claims that Jim actually died in the bathroom stall of a club called Rock and Roll Circus, which Sam managed. So, like, since Sam managed this club, I guess he does have some credibility to say that, but also he could be, like, saying it for the publicity of his club. Mm -hmm. Like, he could be like, oh, yeah, Jim Morrison actually died in my bathroom. (laughs) Ha ha, come see Right. You know? Mm-hmm. So Sam says that that night, Jim had showed up to buy heroin and he went to the bathroom to take it. But he never came out of the bathroom. So I actually heard that Jim went to this club to buy heroin for Pam, his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And then he ended up taking some too into the bathroom and then he just like never left the bathroom. So Sammy Boy says that he saw jim morrison in the bathroom stall with his own eyes he like saw him dead in the bathroom stall with his eyes okay his eyes so (laughs) he says that jim had foam around his mouth and blood on his nose so like those i guess are typical um symptoms of death by drug heroin death (laughs) by drug of (laughs) drug overdose (laughs) Sorry, I can't speak. Everything's fine. So uh, Sam then says that the the guys who sold uh, Jim the heroin uh, wanted to cover up his death. So they transported Jim's already dead body back to Pam's apartment, where she discovered him a few hours later. So Sam says that the drug dealers covered Jim's body with a blanket and then dumped him in the tub and filled it with hot water to delay the rigor mortis and disguise the actual time of death. Hmm. Do you know what rigor mortis is? No. I had to look it up because I've heard about it because I watch so many true crime shows and documentaries and listen to so many true crime podcasts that I hear about it all the time, but I've never actually known what it meant. So rigor mortis is like after you die, your like body just stiffens 
Okay. And it happens like, I think it said one to four hours after you die. So they like put him in the water, in the hot water to like delay the rigor mortis so that the the court medical examiners would um, choose a different time of death. Like they would come to a different conclusion of when he died. But like, what I don't understand about this is why would Pam lie about all the things she said that they did the night before? She literally said that like they watched a movie and she went to bed, but Jim wasn't feeling well, so he got in the bath to help himself feel better. And then she woke up a few hours later and he was dead. So um, that doesn't really make sense to me. Why are you gonna lie about it if I just, if like, I don't understand. It makes no sense to me. Mm. Anyways. Okay, so the third theory, I don't really wanna get into too deeply because um, we will discuss it in a bonus episode. Um, but this one has to dis- has to do with the 27 Club. So Morrison died, just like Erica said, Mor- Morrison died exactly two years after Brian Jones and less than a year after Janis Joplin and Jimi Hendrix. It was literally like nine months after Janis Joplin and Jimi Hendrix died. So the basic conspiracy behind this so-called 27 Club is that it was a CIA operation to quote unquote assassinate popular counterculture mm-hmm. musicians in the 1960s. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we're gonna save that for another episode. Ooh. So tune in on our uh, bonus episode here in a couple weeks. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So so far we have had he was murdered by a drug dealer. Yeah. Um, his body was moved. He ov- like he overdosed in a bathroom stall, and then his body was moved to said apartment. And the third theory is that he was wiped out by the CIA. Okay. So I actually, I know that at the top I said that I wanted to, um, or that he, one of the theories, that the theories ranged from he was wiped out by the government. So that's the 27 Club's theory. Mm -hmm. And an ex-girlfriend put a hex on him. Right. So I could not find anything about the ex-girlfriend putting a hex on him. But it's apparently a theory that like, fans were throwing around basically so i don't know i think that'd be pretty cool if an ex-girlfriend put a hex on him because you do you girl you do you girl (laughs) so okay so three theories so far but now we have the end-all be-all theory that will always come back around probably in every single episode so just be aware of that oh so um, this one has me entirely convinced, and nobody can change my mind. Oh, I can't wait. Jim Morrison faked his death. Boy's still alive. Still alive, running around, doing mediocre old white man shit. Okay? He's still alive. Okay. So, first of all, here's, here's the evidence. Okay. So, first of all, this dude, quote unquote, joked about faking his death, like, a lot. Mm. Like, literally all the damn time, he was like, yeah, I'm going to fake my own death sometime. Ha 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 ha. Like, he would say that he was going to move to Africa and change his name to Mr. Mojo Ryzen. <gasps> we gotta go to Africa <laughs> and find him. Mr. Mojo Ryzen. Who even knows? So, a lot of things surrounding this make me and, like, a ton of other Jim Morrison fans believe this. So the things I said at the the top of my segment, so there was no autopsy performed. He'd be like his sorry. So like if he was still alive to this day. He'd be seventy seven. Yeah. 
I did not do that math in my head. I already I read that in an article. I promise. Oh, okay, I was getting ready. To get really I can't. Impressed. I can't math. I'm a music teacher for a reason, guys. Okay. Sorry. Anyway. So, a couple things that make me believe this. So, first of all, there was no autopsy performed. Mm, yeah. Why? Who the actual hell knows? Um, his death wasn't announced until six days later. And he was buried in basically a cardboard box. That makes so much sense now. Yes. That's because what I'm saying. Why would they, because why would they spend like thousands of dollars on this bougie ass coffin for him? Exactly. When they're like, no, we're just going to go with the cardboard box, guys. Exactly. That, y'all, I take back what I just said earlier about all that. I see you. I see you. <laughs> okay. So also the manager of the band, whose name was Bill Siddons, showed up in Paris once the, once he had found out only to find a sealed coffin and a signed death certificate. So Bill Siddons never saw Bill Siddons nor any of the band members ever saw Jim Morrison's body in a casket. Never saw his dead body ever. So like, if he's faking his own death, he he's dead to everyone he's ever known. Mm-hmm. Except, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So ironically, Pam mm-hmm. could not remember the name of the doctor who signed the death certificate. How could she? She, quote unquote, could not remember. I don't know, because she's a freaking heroin addict. Like, maybe she did forget. Or maybe she was lying. Mm-hmm. Who knows? So anyways, and his signature was illegible. Because, um, hello, he's a doctor. You can't ever read doctor's hand oh, that's handwriting. So true. One of the band members even stated, How do you even know Jim was in the coffin? How do you know it wasn't 150 pounds of fucking sand? True. Yeah, exactly. That was his quote, not mine. So or there. Like that shameless episode where it's just like a shit ton of like meat. What? Yeah, who was. They were faking, faking Frank's death and they just put all that meat in there. Yeah, oh my god, I do remember that. It was because the the people, mm. oh, because the social security people were after Frank. Yeah. Man, I need to finish Shameless. Anyways, so there have been a shit ton of sightings of Jim Morrison, including... Tib- yeah, listen, listen, listen. Sure, it sure, gets better, sure. it gets better. So, um, shit ton of sightings, including t- Tibet, Tibet, is that how you say that? I don't know. Yeah. Tibet, the Australian Outback... And the American Midwest, where he, quote-unquote, rides rodeo and writes poetry on the side. What? (laughs) No. He's a rodeo man now. Probably not at 77, but... I don't know. Maybe he's still, like, poking the bulls in the butt. I don't know. I do love me some rodeos. I think I've only ever been to one, but I was really, really, really little. So I, like... Mm. Don't remember it. Also, there was a petting zoo there, so I do remember the petting oh, zoo. <laughs> of course. You always got to remember the petting zoo. Okay, okay. So, in 2016, it was said that he was living in New York under the the name William Lawyer. Like L-O-Y-E-R. So, if y'all see Bill Lawyer walking around New York, let us know. Take some pictures. We want to see. Is it Jim Morrison? Okay. So... Band member Ray Manzarek. Manzarek. Oh, we're back to the stupid name. Can't figure uh, it out. Manzarek. Anyways. Sorry, Ray. We can't pronounce your last name. So Ray even wrote a novel imagining how, quote unquote, Jay or the poet faked his death and has been living in the Seashells Islands in the 
Indian Ocean. <gasps> that would make sense. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you? If you faked your own death and you didn't want anybody to find you, why wouldn't you just go to a remote island? And That's course, what I do. You know what's really ironic? Of hmm. course it would be in the Indian Ocean because of the Indian accident. <gasps> oh and my all god. The, and all the Indian references he was doing because of that accident. Everything makes so much sense now. Oh my... Jim. I just want to know your secret Man. is safe with me, but I just... A little side. I just want to know if you're still he, there. <laughs> so, okay, okay. So, think about it. He always said he was going to do it. And the boy was, like, actually crazy given his, you know, public indecency and arrests and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Pam could have been in on it. The death certificate could have been forged. Mm-hmm. And it could have been sand or rocks or anything in that cheap-ass coffin. Mm-hmm. Like, literally anything. They buried him in France. They didn't tell his family because Pamela had lied to the quote-unquote authorities and said that he didn't have any immediate family, which is a lie. He had, like, parents and siblings. So she, like, just straight-up lied to authorities and said that she didn't, that he doesn't have any family. The um, manager didn't hear about it for a long time, and Pamela, I'm pretty sure Pamela tried to lie about it to the manager as well. So, like, all these things, okay... So he was probably sick of being famous. He was probably Mm -hmm. sick of being addicted to drugs because he was famous. And he was probably sick of being under constant public scrutiny. Hence Mm -hmm. the, you want to see my cock. Right. (laughs) Come on. So if you go to our website, which is murderonthemusicscene.com, you can see pictures of what Jim Morrison, Morrison, you can see pictures of what Jim Morrison looks like in his prime, as well as the man that everyone says is Jim Morrison today. I even found a video of a man who looks like a really super aged Jim Morrison making some pretty problematic statements. We do not endorse the things that he is saying at all in any way, shape or form. But who knows if this video is real, but it really looks like the dude everyone claims him to be or claims to be him. Um, There's also a picture of a CGI version of what Jim Morrison would look like today, um, which looks nothing like the dude everyone claims him to be. But he like, I mean, that's honestly probably what he wants. Mm -hmm. He probably is the dude that everyone says he is. And then they come out with a CGI version of him. And first of all, he probably like, Because the dude that everyone says is Jim Morrison now, um, he's, like, really super scruffy. He's got, like, scraggly hair and a really long gray beard. And the CGI picture shows this, like, nice clean cut, like, pretty beard, shortish hair, Mm -hmm. like, clean shaven man. Right. But, like, yes, if Jim Morrison had continued in the way that he was and he would have stayed famous, yeah, he probably would look clean cut and clean shaven. But since he's not, he probably wants to look like this, this, for lack of a better word, raggedy, like not quote unquote pretty man. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like that's probably his whole point in the way that he looks. Yeah, like, so, he wants to have it. Exactly. So Erica, what, what do you think? Which theory do you well, think? Well, some bitch, let me tell you, I think he's still alive after I what you so just too. told me. I think he is super alive. I think that he's just like running around doing his own thing. And it's not like Kurt Cobain. Like, like I really think Kurt Cobain is like actually dead but jim morrison nah that boy's alive that boy's alive he is fully alive like walking around the streets of new york 
Have you heard that TikTok song? I'm alive, but I'm dead. That's him right now. He's like, I'm alive, but I'm dead. What? <laughs> no, I don't watch TikTok. Oh. Oh, no, I can't. Yeah, there's a TikTok song that's like, I'm alive, but I'm dead. Oh, okay. That's, that's super him. <laughs> Definitely Jim Morrison right now. So, in closing, it is perfectly plausible that this boy faked his own death and is like wandering around this earth enjoying his new life, nobody knowing who he is, but actually everybody knowing who he is. <laughs> So, you can't change my mind. That's what happened. Jim Morrison, if you're listening to this podcast right now, first of all, hello. hello. Second of all, I really am going to need you to send us an email at murderonthemusicscene at gmail.com and just, just let us know. Just uh, let us know. Your secret will forever be safe with us. We will not sell your secret for money, even though I really could use some money. Well, mm, okay. All right. Cool. Good talk. Thanks, Jim. Okay. All right, we have fun here at Murder on the Music Scene. Thanks, Thanks Jimbo. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Well, I believe that that is all that we have for you today. So, yes, ma'am. Thank you guys for all of the outpouring of support. We are eternally grateful. We are recording this after the release of our second episode about Mia Zapata. So, and we are just so grateful to see so many people supporting our crazy idea to start a podcast true so it's 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 wild yeah it's wild all right well we will see you in another two weeks when we will discuss oh i can't tell i can't say it because we're gonna we're gonna have them guess Mm -hmm. oh well check our facebook instagram and twitter to get hints about who we will be discussing next time Mm -hmm. all right we'll catch you guys later Bye. Until next time. Thank you for listening to Murder on the Music Scene. Our cover art and our music and editing is done by Caitlin Anderson. Check out our website at murderonthemusicscene.com and don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Murder on the Music Scene. If you have suggestions or comments, email us at murderonthemusicscene at gmail.com. All of our episodes are available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you like the show, please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. If you would like to support us, you can become a patron on Patreon. Just search Murder on the Music Scene or use the link on our website. Make sure to join us next time for another conspiracy-filled episode of Murder on the Music Scene.